Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also considering helping getting the word out on the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Quincy Jones. For every hour of recording, have two hours of laughter in the studio. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 177. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you on another frigid March day here at my home in St. Paul, Minnesota. The longing look on Copper the Wonder Golden's face as she looks out the window dreaming of spring is heartbreaking. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Tuesday, I played a solo show at Golden Age Manor for my grandmother and her friends in Amory, Wisconsin. Copper did a great job at tricks for the audience after the show. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Great to be back after missing three out of the last four weeks due to winter weather. Thursday, I played a solo show at Volstead in Egan, Minnesota. Thanks to Vicki, John, and Brent for stopping on out. And great to work with rock star Rochester Brian again. Friday, I played a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Awful weather, but the new Jeep rocked it. First time I've ever shoveled out the venue before I played as well. I was there earlier and just wanted to be nice. Whatever, no worries. Saturday, I played a duo show at JJ's Pub at Commander Bar in Breezy Point, Minnesota. Gable is on the wagon. Johnson is on the wagon. The end of the world is near. Shows. Wednesday, March 6th, 2019, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Friday, March 8th, I'll be playing a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Saturday, March 9th, Mr. Brian, Keith, Johnson, and myself will be rambling on down to Polk County, Wisconsin, a.k.a. Balsam Lake, to rock out at Eagle Lounge from 7 to 10. is part two of two with John, Nick, Tony, Steve, and Frank from A440 Studios. We talk Zach Wilde, Bonnie Raitt, John Butler Trio, and more. Enjoy the conversation.
Yes, we're talking. So, Maiden Minneapolis is coming. Is what's it called? Maiden Minneapolis. Maiden Minneapolis. M- Not made in, as in we're talking made in, M-A- like Iron Maiden, one of my favorite bands of all time. Correct. So they, so like they, they just contact the place here, and book to, to you're going to video them and sh- and record the audio, and uh, they're bringing people in to rock some Maiden stuff, huh? Yeah. Oh, yep. Man, Tony, are you an Iron Maiden Maiden guy or no? I am not. You are I was not. More of the Zeppo. Uh, I'm more on the more of the Zeppo guy. Yeah. So, so Tony, you played. So Cat Perkins has been on the show a million times. You played awesome. with Cat. You yeah. still do? Uh, no, not anymore. Okay. Good friends. Uh, yeah. I was with Scarlet Hayes for what eight nine years. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Were you on the infamous uh, Bon Jovi opening show? Yes, you were. Yep. How'd that go for you? It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, they dropped the lights and the place sold out and you're on stage. You know, the adrenaline hits you and your mouth goes dry and like smiled and my lips stuck up. <laughs> How nervous were you? <laughs> on the my band, gums. The band sounded pretty good without bass that night. <laughs> yeah. It, very good. Tony Tony Wilson is a bass player on the Twin Cities here. So welcome back to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast where this is part two here with the A440 Studios guys here in New Hope, Minnesota. We're with John Heinen, Nick Nichols, Steve Kahn, Tony Wilson, and last but not least, Frank Franklin. So thanks you guys for having me over to the studio. It's a lot of thanks fun checking coming. this out. Yeah, thanks for being here. Um, so Tony, how'd you get wrapped up with these guys now? Um, and what's your job around here? Uh, my job is to clean the kitchen. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we had one. Yeah, so uh, I've known John for years. You know, we we played a party at the old studio back in the Grain Belt Building. Shit, long time ago. 2007. Oh, yeah, maybe earlier maybe, even. Maybe earlier, yeah. And he lived across the street from uh, me and my son's mom back in the day, which is kind of awkward now that I say that out loud. <laughs> um, hope you're not listening. I thought you were talking about like a band, me and my son's mom. I thought there was like some <laughs> It could, It could be. But yeah, no, I, I met John, and uh, here's a better way to phrase it. Uh, my son and... John's son grew up across the street from each other. Okay. And so, yeah, they've been, they've been besties and friends for, yeah, 13 years. Cool. Yeah. Very so, cool. Do you take care of more of the lighting stuff here? Yeah, I do uh, lighting. I do uh, videographer, editing. Okay. Camera, yeah. Um, just about whatever. Fluffing. Fluffing. <laughs> Makeup. Fluff thing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what kind of lights do you run here? Those all like uh, are they LEDs and Canons? You yeah, guys use them both, or? Yeah, it's a it's a mixture of um, Al Madison, one of our good friends, one of the best lighting guys in Twin Cities. Uh, he's with Hairball, actually. Okay. He's their their lighting and um, effects guy. 
and this is all basically backstock that he has and has been brought in here. Yeah, and we're super thankful for that. He's yeah. he's been a, a real key player to, you know, to our success here. Yeah, and good friend. I mean, yeah. I've never been able to stump him on a question about anything about lights or anything at all. Wow, he's very smart. Very smart. But yeah, Rockstar Illuminations. That's uh, yeah, Al Madison and okay. uh, Mark Madison as well. He does lights for Good for Gary. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Al's brother. Yep, Al's brother. So yeah. Very okay. thankful for those guys. Yeah, and man. So, Tony, what's some other bands you played in over the years now? Um, man, some cover bands back in the day, Saved by Zero, Crush. Saved by Zero. That was the 80s. Yeah. The 80s cover band. Um, let's see, July Fighter. Um, yeah, that's about it. Okay. You know, there's a handful here and there, but those are the main ones. Okay. Yeah. And you're mostly just working here now. You still playing out at all? Yeah, I got a gig coming up with uh, Jesse Lang. Oh, here in the middle of March. Yep, playing bass. Is she still playing with Brat Pack or no? No. Uh, well, she's. Uh, I think she's sub now, but. Okay. Yeah. And so, speaking of that, you guys have Brat Pack Radio has Ryan Lance in the band, which we just played with them for Ice Fest in, in Breezy Point two weekends ago, and I was fortunate enough to, to MC the bikini contest. Nice. And Ryan <laughs> did the music behind. All right. And so I we were kind of so I was like I'd introduce them and they'd come up and he'd play he'd introduce the band the band to play some crazy song or whatever and it was pretty cool and then. Yeah. It's just a crazy weekend, and they band plays upstairs, and they have me DJ downstairs. It's a crazy weekend, whatever. But I think he plays in that Atoxicats, along with another a podcast guest that's on all the time, Matt Kirkwald. Yep. And uh, Steve right there is a T-shirt. So what's there, are they playing here soon, or what's that all about? In Toxicats, so we just talked a little bit. We had them in last. Matter of fact, um, Rick Meyer and Amy Meyer were in. They're a big part of the band. And um, they're going to, they, they actually have, this band is with Michelle Rundgren, Todd Rundgren's wife. And uh, just a cool vibe. It's, it's like nothing you haven't heard for a while or anyways. And they've kind of reinvented. They're, they're a tiki band. They're kind of a tiki rock. Uh, it gets described differently every week, you know. Yeah. But they're, they're amazing. Have you guys ever had any bands in here that just sucked? <laughs> that you didn't want to put like on the website, you guys look at each other nope. like, like never, never, <laughs> never, nope. not, once. <laughs> not once. We love all of you, <laughs> of course. We love them. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't use the word band. Uh, use the word suck necessarily for any band. I mean, you know, there, there's bands at all different levels, and that's you know, as being a recording studio owner for over 20 years, it's it's. Yeah, you know what I mean? You you work with the great ones, you work with the new ones, and, you know, I've always loved that, and I, I don't ever, well, you know, I've grumbled before, but typically I'm happy to go in and, and try and help that band be the best band that they can be that day. It's part of our thing. I mean, it really yeah. truly is a, the nature of our business, you know, our business is to yeah, help bands I, lo- I just, evolve. I mean, I love that. I love working with, with bands, uh, you know, and, and uh, musicians at all age levels and... You know, and that's one thing that I always worry about is that people, you know, may look at A440 or have seen this new thing that we're doing and, and 
might be intimidated by it. I think some people are intimidated by it because it's 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 a big stage and it's a lot of lights and you know um, um, it takes a little bit of nerve to get up there and and do what people do here. Um, but you know, I think more than not, people come in here right away. We have them, you know, check their worries at the door. We have a little box outside that they can put all that right. stuff in, and uh, uh-huh. and you know, we just make them feel comfortable. And you know, I mean, we're just yeah. uh, we're just casual guys, casual right. and people. And if it goes here, beyond so. the scope of you know enough mistakes where you might think it would be a bad band, it usually doesn't because John and Nick usually have ways to use their magic in mixing and editing to get it right. And very seldomly we see these bands that come back and have to redub stuff. I mean, it, you know, overdub stuff. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's just, been rare. Yeah. Have you had rare, some so. unique bands, like some uh, polka bands or anything like that, like just kind of unique that you not normally see at A440? Yeah. Um, um, you know, Joan Schubert um, is just a wonderful yes. woman and just an amazing um, talent. But she's come in and did, you know, a couple times now and done some classical stuff, you know, just four-piece ensembles. Um, amazing, beautiful, and so fun to work on compared to, you know, we're usually working with pop bands. Cover bands are our big client. We love doing original music and original artists. We love it, and we want to do more of that. So if you're out there, please call us because we got something just for you. Um, but well, you know, her, her project is called the Revel Trio. If you want to look her up on YouTube, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. Joan Schubert. She's she's amazing. So that was kind of a standout, just because it was something different. Um, you know the the event that the Gaga event, mm-hmm. Nick. Uh, oh yeah, you we produced a, that. We did a drag show in here. Uh, also, we did a show for H and R Block last year called Tax Shred Live. Huh. It was through uh, an ad agency here yeah, in town. Fallon. And um, that was a lot of fun. We got to work with BB uh, B. B. McGill from Beyonce's band, an awesome guitar player. And Michael Angelo Batio. Yep. Did I get That's that right? Him. Yep. Awesome. He's uh, the, the ex guitar guy. Yeah, he plays the ambidextrous two... guitarist. <laughs> he plays a guitar with four necks. Yeah. Jesus. Well, he plays a guitar with two necks if you pay him a certain amount, and then if you pay him more, he'll play the guitar with four <laughs> necks. I wonder if I can try that at Pub 42 tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he but was amazing. An, he was an awesome, friendly as heck guy. He was just. So endearing. Yeah. That was a really here. memorable gig yeah. that we did here with Fallon. It was uh, a live webcast on H&R Block's Facebook page uh, for an hour with these guitar shredders uh, just killing it. Yeah. That's cool, man. So, Steve, you're talking about the website and stuff. So I was going through you guys' website, and I was uh, going There's some big names. I know you guys do rehearsal space. You guys can then talk about all the things that you guys do. So I jotted down a few names that have done some work with right. you guys over the years. Some big names here, such as Bonnie Raitt. What does she do? Is that a rehearsal thing? She came in for a, a rehearsal, a, a full tour rehearsal. She uh, was ill uh, prior to her coming here, and, and she got better, and she rejoined James Taylor's tour. 
And timing would have it where uh, they needed a rehearsal spot for her to kind of get her groove back on. And she came in and graced our stage for how many days was it, John? Was it... Uh, was it three days? Three days. Three yeah. days. It was the warmest hand I've ever touched. Oh, beautiful lady. Just amazing. She was so fun. Zach Wilde was in here. I have him written down, too. And he was so funny. Everybody, I mean, he was... Zach was the best. The, the, the he tells zaniest the best guy, stories. One of the zaniest guys I think I've ever met, you know... Uh, he, he was just like you, you'd known him for f- 10 years. You, you get know? to hang out with him, spend some time with him too, like just whatever? Uh, yeah. 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 He let us do that. Yeah, we usually drop back for He that, actually you know? brought us a big bag of coffee. He has his own brand of coffee called Death Wish Coffee. I think I saw that on yeah. Twitter. I, I follow him on Twitter yeah. or Facebook or whatever. It's really good. Is it, it is strong? Good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's fortified with man tooth. Man root? What's it called? Man root. Nice. Yeah. Did he yeah. play that famous guitar that Les Paul with a circle on it? He did. Yes. He did. It was in here. Yes. Yep. He gets custom guitars made all yeah, year he had long. A he goes yeah. through now, them like yeah. water. He he has his own guitar line now. Uh, so all the guitars that were here were from his line. Yeah, he's got a personal luthier. He gets sponsored from these guitar companies too. It's crazy. Yeah, it was funny. He walked in. He walked through the door, and the first words out of his mouth before he even came up the stairs is. Oh, we're coming back here again. <laughs> yeah. So. He literally said that. He said that. It was just crazy. That Man. was encouraging right off the bat. And uh, he's a hugger, too. He, and he, he just... opened up and told us, like, a few life stories to myself and Nick for, like, it was yeah. a good 20 minutes he kept talking yep. and jabbering. Yeah. And you cannot get a word in edgewise with the guy. Just, no. you know, and which you don't is want to. He, he tells the story so well. <laughs> I know. But he told this great story about the first album he ever played on was for a porn star. I can't get into it here, but it was hilarious. Yeah. And then they did their their skit, their Instagram skit that they always do. They every t- when they're on tour, um, as they go along around the cities, they do their little phone skits, and we happen they happen to do it on our stage. It really, was, it was great, and it is on Instagram and in the, on their fan page. So, when I was a kid listening to Ozzy, uh, I think he started up with them with a No Rest for the Wicked record. And then for no more tears after that, um, I looked at him as like four. Yeah, is he just a He's big, huge. huge dude? Big, huge dude. Yeah, yeah, he is big. I mean, okay. I'm I'm only five six, so I came up to you know his shoulder. Wow. Yeah. It is. And what kind of music was he doing? I just saw him do an acoustic version of "N.I.B." by Black Sabbath the other day, and it was awesome. Yeah. Was he? What kind of stuff was he doing he, here? He's almost like a he virtual was on, uh, getting ready for tour with the Black Label Society. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he just left Ozzy Osbourne's tour and, and had his kit sent from Tel Aviv to our studio, and it sat here for about a week, and then we saw him walk through that door. It was great. Oh, man, that is awesome. So when I was in college, I loved Lauren Hill. She was here? Ms. Lauren Hill. It's Ms. Lauren Hill? It's the same one, like, same one. Strumming my pain with this thing. It's been three weeks since you were looking for your friend. The one you let hit it and never called you again. Remember when he told you he was about to bend your man? You act like you ain't him. She came in, uh, you know, she was in town for sound set. Um, that's, you know, the... the 
big event that Rhyme Sayers puts on, and I'm sure many other folks with them. Um, and, uh, the, you know, it was one of those things where we got the call. I think, um, you know, it was both her and T.I. needed a space. And we got the call like 24 hours before they wanted to come in. It actually happened that fast. Um, you know, I had a friend there working the events, and he was talking to one of the stage, you know, one of the production managers and uh, just mentioned our name, and that's how it ended up uh, coming in here. Wow. Yeah. When I was in college, she was just a queen bee. Yeah. The, the Miss Education of Lauren Hill, was that a record she had? Yes. Bunch it's of hits off there. Yeah. And she hasn't, uh, I don't think she's done much since because she has a family. So she only does shows during the summer. I think she's married to one of Bob Marley's kids, isn't she? Correct. Huh. I'll have to look her up. Also, the John Butler Trio. Yes. Yeah. That was amazing. You're the prettiest thing that I ever did see. Tell us about that a little bit. I've never heard a band rehearse for 10 hours before until they walk through the door. 10 hours? Straight. How'd you charge them? By the hour? Or what do you... <laughs> By the song. <laughs> yeah, those guys were great. They came in from Australia and um, um, were here for... About six days. Um, they just, were referred to us by Conrad at First Avenue, by the way. Mm-hmm. Cool. And we had the uh, fortune to, the, the tour manager of John Butler at the time was a girl named Kester. Kester. Sapp. Kester. And she wanted to go out to Paisley Park really bad. So we all went out to Paisley Park with the John Butler trio. Yeah, we brought the whole band crew. out there. That was a lot of fun. That was oh, a great Oh, jeez. I got to drive the three of them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Tony gave them all the real details about Prince and Paisley Park, <laughs> unlike everything they were trying to the tell us. The ones that I know. <laughs> That's awesome. And These are the, great stories, man. Yeah, the corniest selfie on file, too. In the car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a selfie with the John Butler trio in my car. It's magnificent. While we're driving. It's a great picture, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was good. And just Hippocampus was just in here, local. Okay. Yeah, Hippocampus. Awesome guys, and it was just a total pleasure having them in the house for sure. Oh man, yeah, this place is this is a happening place, man. This is totally cool. Um, so you want to tell us about you guys are thinking about starting a comedy night down here? Absolutely. What's yeah. that all about? So, you know, you look on uh, a lot of the comedians have these, you know, just a Facebook video crappy sound. So we're thinking about you know having given them a chance to get a you know professional setting you know, 15-minute reel, and just have a comedy night and have fun. Set up some tables, you know, some desserts. Um, Yeah, I think, you know, partly, like, with the bands and the EPKs that we've been doing, it's not like, you know, we invented it or anything, but I think because we started to turn so many of those out and they work so well for booking gigs that we kind of started a thing where now a booking agent is like, sure I'll book you but where's your video and they're like well we don't have one you know sorry I won't book you that that's kind of what it's come down to in that world and I think in the comedy world it's kind of the same thing where you know I hope we can kind of open a new market because I don't think anybody you know no one is really serving them and and that's what we saw when we started doing EPKs is no one was serving bands with with quality video that sounded great and that's I think the same thing for comedians so we're going to give it a shot yeah, it'll be fun. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what's some other stuff you guys got going on that you guys also do? You're thinking about Nick. You were talking about when I was here last time though, doing some booking too, as well as starting a booking agency in a side. Yeah, we've actually started a booking agency, but we figure it will be a kind of a slow start and a, <laughs> and a lot of work to get it up and running. But um, fact of the matter is, we've made videos for all of the bands that are on all the other booking agencies' websites. So. Um, why not just take on that job too? We've talked to so many bands that are interested in any help whatsoever booking them that we know there's a need on that side of things. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bands are always looking for more gigs. I mean, that's that's one thing we know. And and you know, I I, I think that our our uh, you know you can obviously go through other agents to find just about any band really. But I'm hoping that we can create a you know a portal or a page on our website, which is there right now. Um, but you know, I hope that kind of gets legs and and we can start marketing that um, roster of of bands that we have on there for you know corporate and weddings and and clubs and beyond. Yeah, it's it's really that takes you to the next level you know you can get gigs in mexico and these different things and it's such a important business card that completely sets you apart from so many other bands just having a professional put together business card really oh yeah that's awesome man um so being that john how long you been in the recording business then well i've always Kind of, you know, I've I've always monkeyed with it since I was, you know, fourteen, and really started to to write songs. And you had a Fostex back then, I think. I did have a Fostex yep. back then, yeah. Um, but uh, so, but you know, really, it was in '96 when okay. when I started A440. Is the pre- previous year, I'd bought some equipment and you know a couple of ADAT machines. That was what was happening at the time, and um, um, yeah, just never stopped. I never made my own record either, by the way. <laughs> I made everyone else's, but not mine. But, like, we're sitting here with the... I just have a tiny little Behringer board and a, and a, gra- a pro or a garage band thing here. And so home recording lately is so easy and so affordable. How has the business changed from 96 to, like, now? You know, I mean, a lot has changed. I mean, I, I think... Is it still the, as busy? Or, well, we, in the recording studio world, what really affected it in my mind is just the digital age coming in and the file sharing and you know um it was harder to monetize records and you know therefore you know local bands regional bands were less apt to go drop that 10 or 20 grand to do a proper record or whatever so that was part of it and then you know of course everybody's got pro tools in their basement you know but not everybody can you know it it comes a lot you gotta be good at it yeah you gotta have the right microphones the right you gotta have everything you'll be firing on all cylinders to get you know a really nice sounding record but i will say that many records have come out now that you know so many of them that you listen to are done in people's basements and stuff because that was the movement is you know why why go pay for this big room when really i only need this and I can put that downstairs so I don't have to leave the house. And so producers, you know, really um, more, more and more have, uh, have done that. And it's, it's affected the recording business for sure. It's not an easy business. I mean, I, I stay busy as an engineer because of Nick and because of the video product that we put out. That's mostly what I do is mix live soundtracks for video okay. instead of making, you know, versus making records. And no one does it. Like, no one does that anymore. You know, it, and be nice to also bring back, you know, live albums because we can do that here. Absolutely, that's what cool. we do. You know, live DVDs or 
Blu-rays, whatever it is. Now. Do you guys master the audio here too? Yeah, we do just because of the volume that we put out. I'd love to be able to, you know, send all of my stuff out for mastering. It would be kind of a dream, but, um, you know, we really work within the artist budget. And so, you know, we don't tack on a bunch of extra dollars to, to really um, do that. So, you know, um, band to band, video to video, things may vary a little. And, you know, it just kind of depends on who it is and what it is. But, uh um, you know, ultimately everything that we put out is mastered, and uh, yeah, we do that as part of the audio mixing process. Very cool, Frank. What do you do here? You better talk to Frank for a minute before we before we wrap things uh, no up. No worries, no worries. Um, I just uh, came on board just recently, actually, and uh, I don't. Uh, I'm learning. I'm learning helping these guys out with uh, other sides of the business. Uh, doing a lot of research. Uh, I'm going out to California. Uh, Friday to go see Tommy Castro and uh, James Hunter Six. Uh, just to kind of, they're coming to town and just research different bands and, you know, find different avenues to help grow the business. And Frank, I've known you for a number of years. How did you get involved in this music stuff? You've met everybody. You got photos of all these musicians. You're always backstage somewhere. You hooked me up to talking to these guys. How did you get involved in this music business? Well, I, it all happened in the Bay Area. Um, I had a customer. I worked in the Bay Area. I had a customer in Austin, Texas. And I got in on the ground floor of Austin Limits Music Festival and started working those all the way through. And just You meet people along the way and... You know, it's just a great community, and it's a lot of friends along the way and a lot of great experiences and stories. Cool, man. All right, is there anything else on the website you guys want to talk about before we wrap it up? Um, we got the return of Maserati um, coming. Uh, we, we shot some music videos for them recently. Uh, I don't know if you remember Maserati. Uh, they had, what was it, 100 miles an hour? Okay. So like it was Prince's, Prince's first band that he signed to his label back in the 80s. And, uh, you know, Craig Rice in here directing and all that, but they're, they might start touring, and that's, you know, big-time local Minneapolis. It's the rebirth Shout of Maserati. Out. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. So they're going to have some shows coming up. That'll be really cool. Okay. All right. Is there another song I could spin at the end of this episode? You, any, any artists that could feature, you think? think? Um, if we think? can get permission from him, I think it'd be, you know, cool to do Thomas Aban. Aban? I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Uh, we did, we've worked with him a few times, and local musician. Okay. Just kind of came out of nowhere, and uh, uh, I hate to say out of nowhere because he's phenomenal, but uh, just got signed to Capitol Records and doing good things. Yeah. yeah, well, hopefully, we did, yeah, uh, that works. That'd be awesome, man. We did a handful of his videos recently. Okay. All right, well, thank you guys for the A440 studios thank here. You. It's been awesome, and, and kind of getting, uh, learning about this side of the business, how the studio stuff works, and this is just a great place if pretty much you want to do anything kind of creatively, right? It really is, man. I mean, it, 
the vibe in here is so good. Plus, I mean, we're all musicians as well. We love what we do, and we're not out to get rich, so it's very affordable, you know? And that's what I think is one of the funnest parts about this place is you can live your dreams, and it's, people are like, oh, my gosh, we're actually doing this. This is cool. Nice. Yeah. All right, thanks, John Heinen. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, uh, Nick Nichols, thanks, Steve Kahn, Tony Wilson, and Frank Franklin. Thanks Thank for having us, See you guys, and come check them out. Thank you guys very much. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.